Hey, it's Lisa Carlin from Attacking Third. I'm always traveling for work, but I also love to be active, playing soccer every chance I get. Finding the balance between being comfy, looking cute, and also being dressed to be active has never been easier with Viore. Viore is so versatile. It can be used for any activity, running, yoga, swimming, but it's also great for lounging or traveling. My favorite product is the pants that I actually never take off, the Women's Performance Jogger. They're designed with the softest premium dream knit stretch fabric. Viore helps me feel good about the things I buy and how they are made because Viore is 100% offsetting their carbon footprint, utilizing better sustainable materials for their products to empower your best active life. Viore is an investment in your happiness. For our listeners, they are offering 20% off your first purchase. Get yourself some of the most comfortable and versatile clothing on the planet at viore.com slash soccer. That's V-U-O-R-I dot com slash soccer. Robert Half Research indicates nine out of 10 hiring managers are having difficulty hiring. If you have open roles, chances are you're feeling this too. That's why you need Robert Half. Our specialized recruiting professionals engage with our proprietary AI to connect businesses of all sizes with highly skilled talent in finance and accounting, technology, marketing and creative, legal, and administrative and customer support. At Robert Half, we know talent. Visit roberthalf.com today. Shine football fans, welcome to Morning Footy presented by Ford. We are closing out the week in style. Glad to have you with us. I'm Susanna Collins. That's Nico Cantor, Charlie Davies, Alexis Guerreros. We've got Michelle Gingras in for headlines and... uh we're bringing the heat. Let's talk about Inter-Miami, who have a very big match this weekend against Atlanta United at Mercedes-Benz Stadium. And they are unbeaten in 12 games across all competitions. And they beat Atlanta United 4-0 in League's Cup. I mean, it was an, an absolute thumping. But the question is, and we talked about it a little bit yesterday, do we think that Messi is going to play in this one? I don't see why he wouldn't. And his competitive drive, it's only normal that he plays the rest of the, he sees the season out. They need Messi. I understand that they did it without him against Sporting Kansas City, but if you really want to make that playoff push, you got to have Messi. And against Atlanta United, with all the storylines there, Joseph Martinez, Tata Martino coming mm-hmm. back, it just has all the ingredients to be an incredible matchup. In Do- poker, there's a term called pot committed, where you just you have too much of your money in the pot, where mathematically you just have to stay in, even if you don't have the best hand. And I bet you when Messi first came, you know, Miami was thinking, yeah, he'll probably have to take a couple of the games off. He won't be playing all the games. You've done too good. 12 games unbeaten. You're too close to the line of the playoffs. Your team is playing too hot. You've got too much momentum for you to sit him now. You're pot committed. You've got to go all in. And, and Atlanta, for, for everything that they've done at home, in the last three, they've lost two and, and have, have won one. So, I mean, you look at the last match against Cincinnati, they're up 1-0 for most of the game. And end of the game, bop, bop, two for Cincinnati. Thank mm-hmm. you very much. And they leave. So... This Atlanta team has, has not been strong. They, they rely too heavily on Tiago Almada. And if Tiago Almada gets a couple free kicks or he takes a, a shot from distance, you know, they can win like that. But it hasn't been good. So, 
you know, it was 3-0 the first go-around in the half, first half against uh, Inter yeah. Miami. So they just have to be sound defensively. And there's a couple things that I'm super intrigued about. Usually there's been, it's Nashville and Cincinnati that have booed Messi, right? Because everybody is, which is natural American sports, the best player on the other team, you boo him. But you take Messi and Inter Miami to more metropolitan cities, even though they have amazing fans and the Atlanta United fans have been incredible. 70,000 in there at the Benz. I wonder what the feeling, the general feeling towards mm -hmm. Messi is going to be. So I'm super interested in that. And speaking about Messi playing every game, Jorge Mas told me, just to understand kind of like the inner workings of Inter Miami and how he has gone into the group, he goes, Nico, he is a competitive beast. He wants to win every single game. So I don't see him, I don't see him sitting out. If he can play, it feels like he will play. <sighs> it is. It's it is just amazing. I, I keep thinking about the fact that they have not lost. They haven't lost Crazy. since he came Evil to this team. Thirty-three goals in twelve games. Wow. That's. That is ten more than any other MLS team in odds, that span. Odds to win MLS Cup Cincinnati, which is the best team in Major oh, League wow, Soccer. In Miami, they're not even in the playoffs. They're second. <laughs> <laughs> to win, to win MLS. Do you understand what yeah. in Miami needs to do? It's like I sure do. They're so far out of the playoff picture, but the odds aren't great. Like it's not even a good bet at this point. You know who has good odds in here with this is is Columbus and Nashville. Because mm -hmm. Columbus with Wilfred Nancy, they have played really well. That's, that's not a bad shout. Um, that, that's 1,400? With those odds? I'm starting to get real excited about the MLS Cup playoffs. It's always crazy. fun. It's chaos. Best of three. I need to see Messi and everybody around the world saying, oh, best of three series. What is this? You Americans don't know well, football? I'm ooh, so excited for best of three Asking you shall receive, Nico. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. Your dreams could be coming true. All right, guys. We're going to take a break. Michelle's going to be back with some headlines when we return. Don't go anywhere. Old man winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice, and a good polar vortex. Oh, <laughs> heaven. Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, old man winter. Spring has arrived. Spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in, these deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1,500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details. I'm not leaving. I'm not leaving. I'm not leaving! The show goes on. This is my home. <laughs> That is wow. how you do 
a contract extension announcement. Perfect. The Wolf of Wall Street reenactment. He delivered it perfectly. The whole well team's involved. That was sensational. To get them to be able to do that and that well, that's got, that can't be easy. He really a committed whole, to a it, A whole too. team being like, yeah, I will show up and we'll really commit. That was well done. It was so good. Bravo. Bravo, Manchester City. Um, let's send it on over to Michelle, who's got some headlines for us. And can we talk about... The kit, because this is the hip-hop kit from the New York Red Bulls. And Alexis is on record, Michelle. You went off on this kit. Yeah, and I think the viewers can see why. Oh, oh I think it looks, I love no, it. I, I think disagree. it looks really cool. It's a nice kit. It's I, something different. It celebrates 50 years of hip-hop. It is very different. It's their freestyle kit. Um, no, I like it. I actually really like it on camera. I like the way the light hits it. Um, but I was supposed to wear this a few weeks ago, and I ended up getting sick the day of the show, and I wasn't <laughs> able to come in and host. Um, so I had to rep today, and I had a feeling someone else might be It's perfect. We, have, we literally have the Hudson River Derby. Yeah. I chose in violence this morning. Where's, does a movie here? I just want to oh, get out of here. Oh, goodness. Get out of here. I don't know if you watched this, this it season. Looks, it looks much better than I thought it would. We we trashed it pretty significantly. He trashed it. it. I saw. It's I'm still, not I'm as bad as Alexis it. made it out to see. I'm still trashing it. What do you think, Charlie? Yeah, what do you think, Charlie? <laughs> what do you think at, in person? It's not, it's, I like it. You like it? Yeah. All right. I... It was one of those that grew on me. me say, like, the more I looked at it, <laughs> yeah, I was like, you know what? I agree with you I kind of like it. And now seeing it on you, and obviously <sighs> you wear it very well. But up close and in, in person, it's awesome. I, I had it. to give them some love. I covered that team for a long time. So I'm sorry we're repping that. today. All oh, right. jeez. Okay, more on that later. Let's get to the headlines for today. Lionel Messi and Erling Holland will have their outstanding years matched against each other for yet another award after both were named to the shortlist for the FIFA Best Male Player of the Year. They headlined a 12-player list that also includes Kevin De Bruyne and Victor Osimhen. Four Spanish players lead the 12-player list for the women's awards, including World Cup Golden Ball winner Aitana Bonmati, as well as Mapi Leon, who made the list despite skipping the World Cup in protest of Jorge Vilda being Spain coach. Spain's World Cup winning squad looks like it won't be taking the field anytime soon. According to multiple reports, Spain's women's team is set to reject the latest call-ups for national team duty. The move comes after 81 Spanish players signed a letter released by the Players Union last month stating they would refuse to play for the national team until there were changes in leadership at the Spanish Football Federation. There have been major changes with Luis Rubiales resigning and Federation president as Federation president and Jorge Vilda being fired as head coach. But that is reportedly not enough to convince Spain's players to return for upcoming Nations League matches against Sweden and Switzerland. In Premier League news, Everton has officially been sold. The Liverpool-based club's new owners are American investment firm 777 Partners. Fahad Mosiri is selling Everton after seven years after he bought the club. And 77 Partners, 777 Partners, excuse me, will make Everton the 10th Premier League team with American ownership. The Toffees narrowly avoided being relegated for the first time in club history last season and are off to a poor start to the new season with just one point from four matches. Staying in England, the Jadon Sancho soap opera at Manchester United has taken yet another turn. The winger has been formally removed from the first team training in the wake of his public war of words with manager Eric Ten Hag. Manchester United's statement yesterday on Sancho stated, quote, Jadon Sancho will remain on a personal training program away from the first team group pending resolution of a squad discipline issue. 
Sancho was left off of the United squad for their loss to Arsenal before the international break, with Ten Hag telling reporters the decision was based on Sancho's form in training. Sancho responded to that via social media, saying he was being made a scapegoat. In Americans Abroad news, U.S. men's national team fullback Sam Vines has been inadvertently left off of Royal Antwerp's UEFA Champions League roster. Antwerp manager Mark Van Bommel confirmed the omission, just telling Belgian newspaper HLN, we didn't do it right. Vines did belong on the list. We made a mistake, and it cannot be corrected. Vines played in both legs of Royal Antwerp's Champions, Antwerp's Champions League playoff series win against AEK Athens and scored a goal in the team's last win before the international break, but somehow Antwerp still forgot to put him on their Champions League roster. So Charlie, obviously a rough week for Vines. First, Christopher Lund unseats him in the U.S. men's national team left back pecking order, and now no Champions League. As a player, when you've helped your team get to this point, how do you process that? I mean, it's it's disappointing. Uh, disappointing? I, 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 I can't imagine being a player your whole dream is to, to represent your club in Champions League football, playing a World Cup. And here you are reaching the group stage of Champions League. For the first time in club history. And you're not on the list? By a mistake. Clerical There's error. not like a appeal oh. or something you can do as a club. That's what, yeah. That, it seems like it's very fixable. Like this right? is an easy fix. So why why does it get so complicated? Just be, I just feel like at the moment that you register your squad with UEFA, there's no coming back because there's a deadline. And at the end of the day, because you can, if it just like becomes transfers. a gray, it becomes a gray area. People that are getting fit or not, and you can walk back. There's there's a deadline that you have to submit your squad. But disappointing, I think, is a very soft adjective to describe what's going on with Sam Vines. What would you if say? you're Sam Vines and, and you're committed to Antwerp, you're a starter, you have helped them in their championship success to get to the Champions League for the first time in your history, I would feel massively disrespected that you forgot to register me for the Champions League? You know how irate I would be with the club? This is It's, it's a massive disrespect for a player that has, is committing and risking everything to going to Europe. He could have easily had just been happy in MLS, and this is his window of opportunity. How often is Royal Antwerp gonna be playing in the Champions League and they forgot to register Sammy Vines? You know how disrespected I would feel as a player? I can tell, yes. No. Self, don't forget Nico's birthday. No, 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 no seriousness. It's true for Sammy Vines. Why would you, why? But what is there, what can you do? And that's an actual question. As a player, what you can you do? You can't do anything. I know, you can't All do you anything. All you can do is, probably, I can And you would probably have to handle, handle this with some level of decorum and, and grace, right? If you're Sam Vines and be like, oh, you know, it's unfortunate, but, you know, this is the, the situation. I but would I would, I would be, I would Got be. It. As they Nico get on the plane, as they're all getting their bags. Devastated. And you're just sitting there kicking rocks. Oh, my God, that's got to hurt. Like, if, if they don't make champ, the only chance that he has to play Champions League again this season is after the group stage. <gasps> if they qualify to the next round, because is... you can submit an updated role roster with transfers and everything but man this is this is Which, Sammy Vines's shot they won the, the the Belgian championship with him and now he doesn't get his opportunity this is so unfair because of an administrative error whoever messed up man you have one, you have one job, job to submit a roster man and also oh, why are we so still unfair? registering a roster bro look at my website 
Cut this. <laughs> what? <laughs> Bro, why do we still register? You know what the roster is. You see it. Stop it. Yo, you have to see, you have to get every name. Someone can't be like, hey, I think you forgot a player. You know what I mean? Like, why are we still playing this game? Just, sending I, notes? I why can't. are we sending like wires? No, because it's because ridiculous. then you can get some like a free agent. I get the reason why. But if, whatever, whatever your roster was the day before the, the, the thing started, that's who your roster is. No, because then that what player could, that what if gets injured. What if somebody has a catastrophic injury that's out for the rest of the season? Then you could fill that spot with somebody else. That's why there's a deadline. So and then, why that's so then allow roster. that. I just don't understand why this can't be fixed. It seems so. Yeah, easy to do. It's ridiculous. Ridiculous. Absolutely ridiculous. Okay, uh, we're going to take a break. We are going to chat a big matchup in the Bundesliga this weekend. That's coming up after a quick timeout. Your fever is high and the pressure to log in at work is too. But when you finally decide to take care of you, there's Instacart. Just because that one perfect coworker of yours is attending all meetings, camera on while she's sneezing, coughing, and aching, doesn't mean you have to do the same. Take it from us. Trying to stay on top of things will only get you further behind. Instead, get everything from tissues and teas to cough suppressants and comforting soups delivered through Instacart in as fast as 30 minutes. If anyone needs anything, they can just redirect their questions to that one perfect coworker worker of yours. Bayern may have dominated the Bundesliga scene. But when these two go head-to-head, -head, no one really knows what will happen. Here's Frimpong at the other end. Florian Fitz! Yes! Magical! And now Harry Kane for Bayern! That is classic Harry Kane! Here is Boniface. Boniface on the break. It's looking dangerous! Just look what he can do. Victor Boniface. Oh, the header down and in. Has swung it in Bayern's favour. Welcome back to Morning Footy presented by Ford. A big weekend in the Bundesliga. Here are the matches we had to look forward to. Bayern Munich taking on Bayern Leverkusen today at 2.30 p.m. Eastern. We've got Freiburg hosting Borussia Ooh. Dortmund tomorrow morning. RB Leipzig. We'll face off against Augsburg and Wolfsburg against Union Berlin. And then tomorrow afternoon, Bochum taking on Frankfurt. You can watch all of these matches on ESPN+. Well, it is uh, a big early season matchup today between the two teams sitting one and two in the Bundesliga standings. Crazy that they Crazy. put the best game after an international today. break on a Friday. On a Friday afternoon, 2.30 p.m., ESPN+. Who wasn't happy about that? Was he not? No, I'm not surprised. From, from last week. Not surprised. Well, it's they're, the, they have perfect records. Three matches, three wins for both of these teams. This is uh, the league's joint best offense playing against the league's joint best defense. And Byron Leverkusen has been, I, I don't want to say a surprise, but they have really come out of the gates hot. And I think we've talked about it on the show about how impressed we've been with them, how good they have looked. And when you look at the way these two teams match up, I think this is going to be uh, a really, really fun match watch. What are you looking forward to in this one? So we were high on the Bayer Leverkusen train from last season. We saw that Xavi Alonso was getting things right. It just needed a little bit of that chemical X to make it a really punch, to make it puff. Um, it, it did, and, and now he has What is in your cup? Powerpuff Girl reference, God. Um, and he finally has it. I'm worried that Bayer Leverkusen is getting hyped so much because now it's 
everybody, everybody in Germany, everybody seeing what Xabi Alonso is doing. And I hope that hype doesn't work against them because historically, Bayer Leverkusen, when they've been hyped so much, they don't show up to bat like we expect them to. But it's the beginning of the season, it's very early on, and I'm super excited because it's so rich tactically, this game, with what Xabi Alonso is doing versus Bayern. Like, where's Florian Wirtz gonna be floating? Boniface is gonna get his opportunity. The matchup between Fringpong and Alfonso Davies on the right wing, right left wing, is, is gonna be super interesting. So there's, it's so rich. And <clears throat> it'll be interesting to see what Thomas Tuchel does in terms of that center back partnership. Is it Upumakano? Is it mm. is it Delic? And then is it Kim Min Jae? So figuring out what is the right center back pairing going forward, I think this that's gonna be telling because Victor Boniface is a top, top striker who's coming yeah. in, it's getting his first Nigerian cap as well um, over this international break. So it's it's exciting. You were saying, you know. Uh, you know, Bayer Leverkusen has an opportunity or has uh, moments where they fail in, in, the, in the most important moments. I probably didn't say that correctly, but you know exactly what I'm talking about. Um, it's a young team. Victor Boniface, 22 years old. Young player. Unproven, but I think he proved that he's a great player when he was at Union Saint-Jouis. Deserved a better opportunity. This seems like it. Can he continue to rise to that level? I love what Xavi Alonso's doing. It plays to his, to his uh, strengths. You know, the three passes, one-touch passes down the middle of the pitch. If you looked at Victor, Victor Boniface's, uh, you know, heat map, he loves to stay central anyway. He loves to be in that middle part of the pitch. He loves to come up and kind of get openings, and they're going to find that. Depending on who they pick for the back line Oof. at Bayern Munich, it's going to be super important. There's that Sally. This whole system is built specifically to, one, go down centrally and to mm -hmm. pull opportunities to get what you just saw there, through passes and to pull, pull the center back out of position. So whoever can cover this man, one, good luck. Two, you're going to be really needed for well, 90 minutes. Well, I think what Leverkusen do so well with their system is Alejandro Grimaldo is the left wing back, so he bombs up and down the left flank. And Jeremy Fringpong is an absolute baller, a sensation, so much so that they let Musa Diaby go to Aston Villa because that right flank is on lock. They didn't need Musa Diaby, considering that they, they feel comfortable with uh, Hoffman and, and Verts underneath uh, Boniface. So That's the key, I think, because it's going to be Goretzka and Leimer in that holding midfield. And if Jonas Hoffman, who's come over from uh, Bayern Mönchengladbach, from Bayern Mönchengladbach, and can open up that area in that combination with him and Florian Wirtz and... Fringpong bombing down and Grimaldo bombing down and Boniface who yes has a lot of impact centrally but we have seen him it's move in and out of zones and it's 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 modern football and Xavi Alonso's imprinting something super not only complex but attractive and dynamic it's and, the second and, most and, and dynamic different. I think offensive style or tactics that I've seen outside of like a Genese who has a completely radical system but you're gonna see those overloads where it's a box with a player in the middle do you know three who? defenders it's gonna be it's unlimited unlimited triangle do you know who is the conductor Shaka Granite Shaka mm -hmm. he, way he, more he's offensive been, than he's he was been, in Arsenal he's been the piece to unlock defenses because he's the one who's dictating where the ball goes is it is it in behind is it is it a, a short 
chop and, and give back off a wall pass, and then he's able to like pick out who he There's wants. Good it's just balance been phenomenal play from Granit Xhaka. Yes. Yeah. If and you're the, watching, look for that with those one-twos. They use Bayer Leverkusen, those one-twos, the, uh, the pass and give back, better than any other team I've seen so far this season. Absolutely incredible. All right, so let's get to our predictions for this match. Nico, we'll, we'll start with you. Huh. Draw. What? Draw. Oh, look at our new graphic, draw. by the way. Nil-nil? Shouts oh, to what, our what graphics team. Um, I no, love no, no, this. no. There's going to be goals in this. Two, two, or three, three. Ooh, three, draw. three would be exciting. So I'm going to go off the RB Leipzig game where Leverkusen played, and, and RB Leipzig is also a top team in the Bundesliga. It was three, two. Could have been, should have been three, three. Uh, I'm going to go. I'm going to go Bayern Munich. Ooh. Lose. Lose. Ah, nice little Leverkusen win, 3-2. Yeah. I'm going with the exact same. I was thinking it was going to be Wait, you have, you have. Bayern Le Leverkusen winning 3-2. Leverkusen. Leverkusen winning. Yes. I'm also going with Leverkusen winning. I think they're going to give up goals, but I think in the end they're going to find a lot more opportunities. To me, it's all going to be about whether Boniface is, uh, mm -hmm. you know, effective clinical in front of goal. If he is, this is their game to win. I'm saying 3-2. I'm saying 3-2, but the other way. I think Bayern are going to win, Bayern. and I think Harry Kane's going to have a, a big day today. We didn't even mention Harry Kane mm -hmm. in this conversation. Yeah. I mean, and, and, and Leroy Sané and Gnabry, Bayer Leverkusen likes to play that high line when they, not, or, or push and leave some space in behind. And that, Sané's been good as of late with Sané, Germany. He's starting Gnabry. to come around. Yep. is out injured, so who's going to be that There's 10? There's a tactical game plan yep. that's interesting how it's going to face-up one-on-one between I'm excited two for this one. Space, space, though. Though. I know. <laughs> it's going to be fun. Bayern Munich taking on Bayer Leverkusen, 2.30 p.m. today on ESPN+. We're going to take a break right now. We are going to look ahead to the weekend of MLS action when we come back. My days working and taking care of my little ones can be a lot. I checked out Care.com and it was so easy for me to find local, experienced, and background check sitters. Finding our babysitter was way more affordable than I thought. Care.com makes it super easy. Search for qualified candidates. You can view their profiles, read reviews and ratings, check their availability, send messages directly, get the help that you need. Care.com should be every person's go-to. Spanning New York, it's the New York Red Bulls and New York City FC. This one driven short into the 18, a little touch on it in front, and Alexander Collins has headed it home. You play against your rival, still I'm struggling to see them as rival because they're in a different state. Now Gabi Pereira sends it back in, right in front, top of the six, and it's goal number two. And there is the full-time whistle from Alan Chapman. You know, I actually heard... Was Alfredo Morales on the show oh, yesterday? Oh, he was. Yeah. Yep. He's saying we're not from New York. Yeah, okay. But, you know, <laughs> they play home games in our stadium. Uh, and they also play in a baseball stadium. So, so what does that make them? This is from distance. Oh, it's a wonderful goal. It's Omer Fernandez. Red Bull Arena set on fire. New York is red tonight. Oh, boy. <laughs> <laughs> 
a good weekend of MLS action to look forward to. Here's a look at the notable fixtures. Lots of derbies on tap, including the Hudson River Derby, NYCFC hosting the New York Red Bulls tomorrow afternoon at 3.30 p.m. Eastern. Atlanta United will host Inter-Miami at 5 p.m. Eastern. Philadelphia, FC Cincinnati. A That's game. a fun battle in the East. We also have FC Dallas taking on Seattle, Houston versus St. Louis City, and we conclude things with LAFC hosting the LA Galaxy at 10.30 p.m. Eastern. You can watch all of these matches tomorrow on Apple TV+. Plus. We've got the Hudson River Derby, El Trafico. Let's go. This is going to be fun. I love, so we had Alfredo Morales of NYCFC in studio this week, who was a gem of a guy, gifted us Sweetheart. those lovely Thank jerseys. The and then we talked to John Tolkien, J-Mai. J-Mai. We've confirmed it is mm -hmm. J-Mai. And I feel like we have stirred the pot a little bit with this Hudson River Derby. As if Darby. it was needed. As if it <laughs> yeah. was needed, I mean, but was even needed. more so. You think so? <laughs> I mean, maybe for the stands, but, uh, you know, for the test selection tickets. But it's kind of been known that these players also are involved in the rivalry, if you will. It gets a little chippy. It gets a little heated. I think some rivalries in MLS, the teams want to win, certainly. They want the bragging rights, but the players may be friends or, you know, there may not be that somewhat animosity. You can kind of feel it in what's this it, matchup. What's it like between the fans for those that don't experience it on a day-to-day -day basis? Uh, not great. Uh, if, if you want a peaceful game, um, you know, there's been riot squads have been called in uh, for previous matches at, uh, at Yankee Stadium. You know, is this been, a small percentage of fans or is this a large I think uh, I think the banter is overall. I think especially in the on the East Coast in this in this sort of tri-state area, yes. it's fun to throw shots especially at each other. Bridge tunnel type yeah, of rivalry. Bridge and tunnel, New York versus New Jersey. You play at a baseball stadium. There's a lot of, you know, it's it's rich with ammo for the uh, for the uh, for the banter. But I think there was a real animosity from I think a lot of Rebel fans when New York City EFC started because I think there was you remember they had the town hall hmm. uh, where they were like yelling at uh, Louis Robles and, and some of the front office officials. I think there was like a lot of, you know, uh, not, to, not to poke fun at it, but I think there was a lot of um, a fear that this 20-something-year-old project at that time had grown stale and mm. they would not advance and ever win a trophy. And here comes this hot new product that MLS seemed to be pushing very heavily with a lot of big names, Frank Lampard, Pirlo coming in. I think there was a fear that there would be a shift. And I think you saw that on the pitch. You saw that the 7-0, the, the, the red you know, wedding. red wedding. I sat there until the final whistle. I, I would not Good leave that you. stadium. God bless Good for you. I would not leave that stadium. Good for uh, you. Jack Harrison made his debut as a sub in that match. Terrible match to make your debut. And against Jesse Marshall, we played under at Leeds. Uh, there was a, there's a lot of moments which you can harken back to if you're a Rebel fan where you've gotten the upper hand, and certainly in the last few matches they have. Well, and, and it's interesting because they are sitting 12th and 13th in the standings right now. Like, neither team has been very good this year. And no. so this is a this is a very, very important three points for both teams if they want to go on this kind of like late season push. And so yeah. having it be at Yankee Stadium, why are you guys? As soon as you said it's been a bad season, Charlie looked right at me like, oh. <laughs> <laughs> it's true. I, was just I mean, it is. It <laughs> I was, is. I was just yeah. And then you doing lose, the look you give. You lose Maxi Morales, who uh, comes he back, came back. And then and, and I, the games that he played in, he was mesmerizing. He's still such a special player. Yeah. And so that loss is heartbreaking for them. They just, they have to find a way to score goals, NYCFC do. And and I feel like the Red Bulls are in this kind of strange place where they're starting, they're trying to figure out what their identity is because there's always been this Red Bulls way of doing things, this Red, Red Bull system. But it's not necessarily... 
providing dividends on the on the pitch right now. And so there's a lot of young guys, and I, I it's it'll. I I'm curious to see if either of these teams make. The playoffs. The playoffs. Uh, look, you said bragging rights. I'm bragging about what? You yeah, know, 12 and 13. I know. Somebody's, one of these teams has to make the playoffs in order for, to be any bragging rights. Do you think either of them make the playoffs? I, you know what? With the loss of Maxi Morales, I think it's going to be difficult for NYCFC. If you look at the way NYCFC like to play, it's a sort of somewhat old-school CFG style. They haven't advanced to the sort of more modern style that Pep is playing now, where it's simply just hold on to possession and we'll find our spaces. There's really no 10 for us in the middle of that pitch with Maxi Morales out, coming back, and then no. getting injured. Mm. There's no one there to really make that final pass. And previously, we didn't have a nine. They tried uh, Talis Magno up top. He's, he's basically said he doesn't want to be a striker. It's not really doesn't doesn't uh, sort of lend him lend his talents uh, best on the pitch. And you see that he wasn't comfortable. They moved him out. They got this uh, new guy Bakrar, who's who's scored goals when given the opportunities. And NYCFC been good at identifying talent uh, that previously you may not have known about, like a bear, and in the past that can score goals, especially against the Rebels. But the Rebels are, I think, right now a bit more of a unified team than what we have. Uh, I, the only problem is NYCFC can't score. Neither can the Rebels. NYCFC nope. has a slightly higher XG at .11. Rebels have a .09. I mean, it's six of one half a dozen. Nil-nil draw at Yankee Stadium. You heard, you heard J. Mai Tolkien. He's, he's, he doesn't know who's going to score. Yeah. Someone yeah. has to step up. Yeah. And yeah. that Omir should, Fernandez I, is who he said. Right. He was yeah, like, he's going to have to he's have a Bronx you know, kid. His family I, comes I, to yeah. the At this stage of the played. season... You should have a goal score. <laughs> no. you know? Okay, predictions. We want to put up our fun graphic again. Oh my! So, I, Alexis, come on. Go ahead. All right. Uh, Fifteen nil. NYCFC. No, uh, <laughs> I, think, I think it'll be. I think it'll be one nil. NYCFC. Okay, Charlie. Low scoring affair. All right. So he's not an honest guy. That's. Uh, I said. I think. I, I'm gonna go. One one. Okay. One nil. NYCFC. My guy. Wow. And can I tell you something from the neutral perspective before you give your, because I, I trust your prediction the most? Mm. I think you guys, for, from a fan's perspective and me seeing it from a neutral perspective, I think you guys have the ultimate trump card between the rivalry. Which is? It's on the top of your badge. It's a star right yeah. there. They got the red wedding, you guys. I mean. Yeah. You can have your red wedding. That was such a great playoff yeah. run, too. They, they, they have won supporter shields. I think they've won three. So they got a couple coasters, but no cup to put on it. All right. I wasn't kidding. I think it's going to be a nil-nil draw. I just really. Yeah. <laughs> I was expecting some heat. I think the fact that these teams really go after each other, you don't think there's going to be that little bit of extra. I don't know. No. I, uh... How many cards over under seven? Huh? As many as in a, a pl deck of playing cards. No, uh, I'll say under seven. Under seven. But All there's right. going to maybe one or two reds in there. We shall see tomorrow afternoon on Apple TV+. Plus. All right, we're going to take a break. When we come back, we are diving into the Milan Derby this weekend. Oh, yeah, Ooh. it's happening. Don't go anywhere. Della Madonina. Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. The whole of Italy. A few occasions like Milan Derby Day has found Raphael Liao and still Raphael Liao! Milan triumph. 
fourth in the derby. And Lautaro Martinez for number three. It's an exquisite finish. Back-to-back -back Super Cups for Inter. They triumph. And that surely settled it now. It's squeezed in at the near post. Captain Fantastic for Inter. Tomorrow, we'll see another installment of the Milan Derby Inter Milan facing off against AC Milan in an early season test for both clubs who are sitting on top of the standings. You can watch at 12.30 p.m. Eastern on Paramount+. Plus. I love this match. What do we call it? The, the Derby della Madonnina? Derby della Madonnina. 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 <sighs> because that the, just rolls the off Madonna the tongue. Top the spire. Thank you. In the city square of Milan. That's good. The more you know, the more you know. No, this is uh, this is fire. And the la the last time we saw these teams f face off was it Champions League semifinal, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. which was straight fire. Super heated. But both of these teams are on such good form right now. They're sitting one and two in, in the standings. I, ju I just feel like, I mean, I know it's early days, but it does feel like this is going to be a really good test for, for both teams. What do you, how do you look at this matchup this early on, Charlie? Uh, the last match for Inter has been, was so impressive because it's Fiorentina, this is a quality side. Inter have not given up a goal. They have not conceded. So this back line of Bastoni, DeVry, and Darmian has been phenomenal. Putting out fires, uh, Bastoni has looked incredible. I mean, this is one of the top defenders in the world. The way he's playing right now, world class. And so for Milan, can they penetrate? Can they create these opportunities? And I think they can, for sure, with Leao, Giroud, who looks to be fit, and, and Pulisic. They're going to get opportunities, but not, they're not going to be flowing all over the place. You have to be clinical when you do get the opportunity against this strong interside because... Dumfries and DeMarco have been phenomenal keeping with, and they keep defenses honest. And when they're able to use the with, and you have a player like Cholinolu spraying the ball over the place, Inter have been very, very tactically sound. I'm, I'm excited for this. It's like the, a dynamic attack versus a strong defense. They like, haven't allowed a goal. Yeah, this, but this to me is like, this reminds me of like the Serie A of old when those teams would go play in Europe and they'd be like the Catenaccio, you know, the 3-5-2 locking it down versus teams that are known for scoring. This is exactly what this is going to be. Inter is like, we ain't going to let you score. And, you know, Milan coming in hot, burning hot, incredible. Ruben Loftus-Cheek, Christian Pulisic, Giroud, Leal. Just ready to go. Is I don't know. Is Giroud playing in this one? I know he was injured. That, that was a question mark. He says he was okay. Yeah. I'd let him play. I mean, this is going to be electric. This is what you want to see. And I know in the past they've said that this rivalry is like a bit amicable, you know, because it's the same city. They play in the same stadium, brother versus brother. But there's something more to it. Since last season, there feels like now there's more on the line when these two teams play each other. Mm -hmm. This is that exciting, the exciting Milan derby again. I can't wait to see I, this. I'm really interested with, you mentioned Dumfries, how tight he's going to keep Teo Hernandez on his wing. Because Teo Hernandez, like Dumfries, loves getting high. I mean, he's one of the main points of attack for Milan, mm -hmm. the way that he's able to get so high up and, and, and deep towards that end line. And I'm super excited to see how the midfields match up between Mkhitaryan, Chahanolu, Nicolo Barella, and then the other midfield that has been so great with Loftus-Cheek and Reinders. Reinders has come into this Milan team and just he's not a big name, so I don't know how much 
they're talking about Reinders overall, but he's come in and taken it by, like, not even hesitated, taken everything by storm and just has the, the Milan midfield hasn't lost a beat with a lot of new names. A lot of and new names. So, so it's just, again, another game very rich tactically in matchups. So super excited for this one as well. Yeah, it's going to be really, really exciting. And the other thing we're really excited about is Christian Pulisic's start with Let's this go. team. He's got, two, he's got two goals already. He has so much more freedom, it seems, from Pioli than he's had in the past. And it allows him to show how many different sort of factors he has in his game. Well, how do you think that's helped? It's, it's, you can see pure joy from Christian Pulisic. He's, he's excited to play in this system because of that freedom. He's, he's tasked with keeping the width and staying wide, which either forces that defender to stay with him or come inside. And he's dictating how he wants to receive the ball. And he has trust from the players. So that's how you're starting to see the best of Christian Pulisic because he has a clear identity within this team already. There's an impact, immediate impact, because people know how to play. His teammates know how to get the best out of Christian, and he already has an idea of how to make plays happen within this system. So it's, 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 it's been, been a, a work of, of it's art. It's been an awesome, awesome fit for him. Um, on the defensive side for AC Milan, Latoro Martinez has five goals this season. So how do they contain him? What's going to be the key to stopping him? Well, Tamori's out with the red card. And I think Simon Kier is probably going to, to, to play. Most likely. So I think what Latoro Martinez pro, uh, poses to, to every back line is, is his movement and ability to shoot. He has a quick shot, a powerful shot, but he's just so good with his movement and everyone knows his tendencies. So DeMarco and Dumfries, when they bomb up and down the, the wing, he, they know if he's going to check, if he's going to drop off. He's very good at making it runs in the box, whether he's pulling out to the top of the penalty spot, whether he's making a hard near post run, or he floats to the back post. He's very good at mixing it up, and they seem to always find him. And it's a one-time finish. Lautaro's not necessarily a player that you give him the ball. He's going to dribble past a couple people. He's looking for those combinations where you set him up. And he has this ability where it's just, okay, bing, mm. goal. You know, he, he thinks very quickly. He's a smart thinker. And almost in situations where you say, oh, he's not going to shoot from here. But he knows how to find that shot for himself, like you said, peeling off, making that bombing run to the first post. And Inter are obviously very good at that. So it's about the combinations with him, Turam, a midfielder that can come into a pocket, uh, the wingers. I'm hyped. Yes, this is going to be great. This is going to be great. Uh, the Milan Derby, 12.30 p.m. tomorrow on Paramount+. Plus. Yeah. Don't miss it. All right, guys, we're going to take a break. Michelle's going to be back with some headlines when we come back. Don't go anywhere. If you want to win your fantasy football league, it starts right now. The offseason is the best time to get ahead of the competition. We'll help you win your league on the Fantasy Football Today podcast, part of CBS Sports Podcast Network. Fantasy Football Today has three episodes every week following the latest news, giving you early rankings, early sleepers, breakouts, and busts. So if you're a dedicated fantasy football manager, check out the most dedicated podcast, Fantasy Football Today. Download and follow on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and anywhere podcasts are found.